Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're, and we're the, the Fashion, fashion geeks. geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little flyer. One outfit. And podcast. At a time. Hey, I'm Reg from New York Fashion Geek. I'm Tiffany. We are the Fashion Geeks. Reg and Tiff. Exactly. You can always hit me up on Insta, New York Fashion Geek. And I'll be there, too. (laughs) (laughs) You may be looking, but it's my Insta. So it's the really... I'm all about you, Reg. I'm here to support you. No, I know. No, I appreciate that. So uh, you're, you're a friend of the NYFG. That's right. So this is our first episode. We thank you so much for listening. Happy to be here. And thank you if you've heard, if you listen to our intro, you know what we're about. You know why we're here. And thank you for returning for episode one, which is, we're going to get right into it. We right need into, to do, yeah. Right into what we're about. Absolutely. And that is, what is business. it? Business. It's the about business, business. The business is about being fly. That's right. Looking, taking the everyday man and helping him to make the right decisions to be his flyest self ever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, j- just to be the best self that you can be in terms of your gear, no matter what your look is, no matter what your style is, consider me a personal trainer for fashion. And I think I think you're up for the challenge because uh, I'm looking at what you're wearing today, and uh, you have a pocket square. And I, I, o- think, I always have a pocket square. Well, yeah. You look at men wearing suits, and the pocket is naked. The men leave the pocket naked, and I don't understand. That is a wasted opportunity. I think so. That's a wasted opportunity to be fly. I agree. To really be honest, because a pocket square is an accessory. And I think it's also a further expression of who you are. Like, I see a guy walking with just a tie and a suit, and there's no expression except for the tie and the suit. Unless the tie, of course, is, like, saying something. Bam. Which which I love ties that say something. But when you pair a tie and a pocket square like you have today, uh, it it takes it to the next level. No, I appreciate that. And let's be clear, the tie should never be the same pattern as the pocket square. Oh, uh, yes, exactly. I yeah, agree. that's that's a major faux pas. Yeah. Then you'll be matchy-matchy. Yes, <laughs> yes. We don't like the matchy-matchy. Yeah, no, you just be whack. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. So you get cuffed and thrown into the fashion police van, which is lined by Louis Vuitton. Oh, Ooh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> that sounds expensive, <laughs> to be honest. I have to point to out I'm wearing my version of a men's tie. Oh, what did, what, did, what, that. what do they call that? It's it's called a uh, a a pearl drop slide necklace. Ooh. The pearl drops into a little round sort of link and slide. it slides down to form like a choker with a drop. It's it's a very fashionable thing of the day, jewelry wise. That is that's a smooth accessory. Thank you. And that's Thank part you. of what that's part of what being fly is is I essentiali- think I'm fly. No, no, you are, but accentuating accessories. Thank you. Thank you. Because accessories Make take the your man. And make the woman. I mean, accessories take your gear to the next level. I agree. So why would you leave a pocket naked? That's all. There's nothing wrong with leaving it unadorned. It's just that if you decide to put something in, it just raises it raises the stakes. I agree, and I think we absolutely should talk about that in a in a in an episode. Oh, absolutely! No, I'm, I'm I'm totally down with Let's that. Let's do it. Let's I'm do totally a pocket down square episode. All yeah. pocket square. The, the pocket, things you can do with pocket squares. The pocket squares by the fashion geeks. That seems appropriate yeah, somehow. Right. I can't wait. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> I don't know. I've always had a fascination with them because I didn't really see them. I'm from North Carolina. I didn't really, 
you know, you don't see where I was from. You didn't see the country gentleman walking down the no, street? You rarely saw the... a suit. And if oh, you saw one oh, on you in Sunday, that part of North Carolina. Or at a funeral, yeah, it was kind of sort of thrown together and kind of sort of like uh, the only suit the, the person had or maybe, you know, one or two. It certainly wasn't a fly person. Mm. And it, maybe maybe because the gentleman just didn't know how to be fly. So right. Or maybe he... Whole, point of you is like to help those guys who think yo i have one suit and that's all i need everything in life is about exposure and the lack thereof but it's funny was you were talking about you know your life in north carolina up here in the north <laughs> we uh we had it all together yeah you uh yeah right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll just leave that right there i'm sorry you know i'm i'm a native you That's know, true. New, New York, York New York has been known to be up south. And, and Hopefully there, someone catches that reference. And um, that went right over my head. So. I don't think so for my producer. So, uh, <laughs> I'm seeing his face. That's something y'all can explain to me maybe later. <laughs> oh, that'll be another conversation. That'll be that'll be tabled. That's, I, a di- that's a different podcast. Exactly. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll listen in on that. But there's also, New York is one of the many, you know, you have fashion industries, fashion shows, or fashion weeks. Oh, well, we're a fashion center. Right. And there's New York Fashion Week. There's and there's uh, New York London Fashion Geek. Fashion Week. Right. And there's Milan, Milan. Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Pity Almo. There's no North Carolina Fashion Week. No, no. I think you have uh, Furniture Week. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If you no, want to get no. the best couch you ever had, yeah. you need to come on yeah. down to North no, Carolina. No doubt. I was... know upholstery. <laughs> oh, my God. But wait a second. You know, as we joke about that, correct me if I'm wrong, and actually I've never done this before. I'm going to put our producer search on the on the Google search. One of the famed denim mills isn't that from nc that is correct that, that just closed yep yes actually it didn't just close it's still open still I actually open met a gentleman who's working for ralph lauren down in uh north carolina okay well what's what's the what's the famous mill because i thought that was a famous mill that just closed and maybe there's still one that's open well there's a can, lot of mills that close in north okay carolina, but denim but specifically the, denim the corporate offices are still going strong in north carolina no no but i mean literally denim mills Yes, cone denim. Cone denim. I haven't heard of cone denim. Good for you. I'm the fashion geek. Thank you, Search. That's cool. They closed? Search with the fact check. Yeah, I mean, this was was a classic. I mean, we're talking about, I think that place was open for, you know, close to 100 years. And that's sad. That's that's what happened. It is sad. It is sad. In the town where I grew up, all the mills closed before I even went away to college. And it was sort of... it, it put the whole town into into a financial sort of downspin, down, you know, tailspin or downward spiral. That's I mix my metaphors sometimes, you know. <laughs> that's probably uh, that's probably that uh, thing in your cup that led that to happen. Maybe the little sippy sippy I, I've had some of, yes. Um, but it's interesting that you should say that because we were talking funnily about upholstery. I said that. I actually did some design in upholstery. 
Uh, just to tell you that upholstery can be fashionable. You Absolutely, know, you're can. A, you're no, making, no, 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 making no. Making fun of furniture. No, no, I was making fun of NC when you said, you know, we 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 don't even have a fashion week, right? But I know you're the home of furniture, and again, I knew you were home of one of the mills. So come on now, you should. Well, you what should I'm give the northern to, the northern Negro some points here. Well, I'm giving you points because it was a great segue into what I bring to this podcast, and that is that I used to be a, a costume designer, and a lot of the costumes I designed were medieval costumes and and or Elizabethan or Restoration. And where I had to shop for those big gowns, and a lot of times, you know, the waistcoats for the, for the gentlemen uh, were at uh, fabric stores that sold lightweight upholstery mm. because oh, that's really? what they used to wear back in oh, the day. Oh, so all that brocaded. Yeah, it was wow. made of silks and stuff like that that you, you know, some people would put on their couch, but not you and me, I'm sure. I don't have a silk mm. couch. I don't know about you. No, no, I don't. But yeah, all that brocade and dampsk and, you know, all that stuff I used to work in. So, mm. yeah, you can make a couch look quite fashionable. Oh, absolutely. No, I've got a dope couch. <laughs> <laughs> Which matches my area rug. Does it match your suit and your tie and your pockets? It can match all my outfits <laughs> at all times. Matter of fact, I have a I have a good friend of mine. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a shout because she thinks I give her no credit for anything. I'm gonna call her House of Hottendorf. Ooh, and what a nice name! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a smooth name, one of a kind. She's the only person of that name in America and in New York City because wow. she's from okay. Amsterdam. Nice. Um. Oh man, I just lost my point. We were talking just, about the. You want to give her a shout out, the house of. Yeah, but because I because she I, matches her furniture. Or? No, 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 no. Actually, thank you. I'm back on track. Uh, the The whole point was she also would like me outside of doing fashion consultancy. She would love me to do interior decorating. And oh no, it's very flattering, but that's that's not my steez. I I'm not Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Love him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get into the meat of it, shall we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I heard that you saw something in the New York Post and had no idea what the heck it was. (laughs) Why don't you tell our listening audience the story? Uh, Oh, Reg, always ready to... uh, I'm just trying to help you out, sister. To to help me out, that's right. Yes. Okay, so this is what I didn't understand. (laughs) Oh, And apparently it's a fashion thing I didn't understand. Yes, and I can't wait till our producer starts laughing. So a, a while back, I, uh, I sort of I got a little lead in it on my news of the day. It's in my email box, but uh, I also saw it. Uh, the, the I think it was the New York Post. Yeah, the Post. An issue of the New York Post had front and back cover. You know, the front's normally a very witty headline of what's going on today regarding possibly politics or whatever, and the back is always <laughs> Thank sports. You, this this issue it was blank with the words all caps supreme <laughs> on the front and the back, and I'm like what 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 the I don't know if I can curse. I think you still I think I you're said st- what the hell. <laughs> oh my god! Well, there goes the Bible Belt audience. <laughs> that listening ship is gone. Oh, they curse, honey. Among other <laughs> things, trust me. So Tiffany. What is supreme? 
I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> the only thing I got from it was that, uh, so I, I researched it and I was like. Meaning, well, yeah, you researched it because you had no idea what Supreme. I Google it. I you, had no, you had no idea what Supreme was. No, I was reading in my little news feed that I get popped in my email every day. And it said something like the, the brand Supreme has taken over, or went into partnership with the New York Post and taken over the front and back cover. Right. And I'm like, what is Supreme? I haven't heard Supreme. So I didn't. You know, I was like, hmm, am I, am I behind the time? Tiffany, right now, you are the fashion Rip Van Winkle. Oh, oh, it's time for me to wake up. Yes. Supreme is a streetwear label. Oh, well. Okay. It is based on Lafayette Street. Lafayette. Like right it. off of Houston. Okay. And? They are known for what a lot of people do now. They are known for doing drops. What is that? Well, essentially, particularly whether it's gear or specifically sneakers, they have individuals on lines down the block now with bouncers so you can get their capsule collections of their items. Okay. What is bounces now with bouncers? Bouncers. You know, bouncers. like... Oh, like security. Oh, yeah, they like that. They have lines with security. Yes. Trustafarians... 12-year-olds with great bank accounts must get on the line to get the latest Supreme merch. And what does this merch, uh, what is it comprised of? It is comprised of literally everything from head to toe, even down to an elbow sleeve if you're rocking in the <laughs> NBA. Okay, so it's about the name and the word. It's about the, the name. It's, it's block about letters. It's about the typography. Yeah, it's block letters. Um, Supreme. Yeah, but it literally started, you know, really as a skateboard brand. Ah, okay, so it's and then more related. It, well, <laughs> no, no, it's not sports related. Well, it's sports related in terms of that sleeve, which okay. was very significant. If I if I recall correctly, Jr. Jr. Smith was is, rocking it. Oh, okay. Uh, last season. But they're known also now, their power is so strong in the fashion community that some of their drops, some of their capsules, they do a lot of collabos now. Okay. A lot. They did something with Louis V. And, and what kind of merchandise is this? I mean, like, the Lou, I remember the Louis V thing was a bag. I mean, it was a bunch of pieces. I'm clearly not the, the target audience, but okay. I have to be aware clearly. because my, no, but my not clientele, my clientele, listen, I'm a suit and tie guy. My clientele isn't necessarily suit and tie. It could be everybody, everything, and I have to encompass that. So some part of my job, and I literally did that last week, and maybe we'll talk about another episode, uh, special shout-out to Best Made Co., is learning brands. Because mm. as much as I know, as much as I don't know, and I need to have a semblance and sense of every brand because I'm dealing with a varied clientele. That's Not right. everyone is rocking a shirt and tie. That's true. So let me tell you something also interesting about Supreme. I mean, they're so, they're so deep. They're so powerful. They also do their sales online. And I'm, drawing, I'm a little sketchy with the details. Maybe search will help me out and do another Google search. But there were two kids. This story came out last year. I think it came out in New York Magazine. There were two kids who essentially created their own website that essentially tied in with Supreme and they sell merch like pang, 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 pang. I mean, real two enterprising cats. Wow. Because that's how deep this stuff is. We're talking lines down the block on Lafayette. We're talking 
servers crashing on the web. It's, you know, God bless them. How, many, how old? How old is this brand? Supreme, don't quote me, and, and Search can fact check that, over 10 years old. Really? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Now why, have they always had lines around the block on Lafayette? I mean... No, it's like anything else, right? It's just like us. You have to start somewhere. Grassroots. And right. And it became so big that New York Post wanted to partner with them. That's amazing. That Murdoch... I don't know who whispered in Murdoch's ear. Well, I... Because I'm sure he was like, Supreme. <laughs> what the hell? It just... <laughs> Probably Lachlan. Lachlan told him the accent. So uh, or James, because you know one of those one of those brothers was uh, they were down with loud. So uh, you know, so they had their ear to the street. So it's an amazing, interesting collabo. I just am still tickled pink that you had no idea who Supreme was. I did not, and and I I nothing wrong with that. I don't just, think I'm a fashion Rip Van Winkle, but I guess uh, there are some uh, there are some avenues that I have not. So there you go. Like Lafayette. I, I wouldn't wear an what do you call it elbow sleeve. Well, you're, you're not. Sort you're not. not you're not. Thing. No, you're not balling. I mean, I'm not rocking it either. But uh, mm-hmm. they, they little. You could be dressed supreme from head to toe. Is it athletic wear? <laughs> it is a streetwear brand. So streetwear. Streetwear. Anything you, you would wear on kicks, the street. Yes, from, kicks from pants, kicks to lids. Oh my gosh, it's come back. <laughs> the inter- the that. internet is so good. You're like, I'm going to find these words, and I am going. I actually to. didn't have to internet it. It was it oh was, okay it was part of my jargon. I oh, kind of knew what that was. Okay, very so, nice. I'm 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 impressed. So I have a suggestion. Maybe uh, you know. Uh, we can sort of uh, do a little collabo with Supreme and New York Fashion Geek. Oh my gosh! That be your awesome? your mouth to God's ears. I think right? they would laugh. To really be honest, so. not know, because we're whack. No, no, not because we're whack. I'm just like I don't know. It's like apples and oranges. But actually, the collabo with them in the post is right? apples and oranges. Correct. That's what I'm saying. It's like okay, listen. All right. know, maybe they want to get into being fly. Well, they're in, they, in the. In the uh, in the suit department, shall we say. They are the imprimatur fly. All right. They, they are the zeitgeist. And they're holding it down. I mean, much much credit to them. Well, then I am, after this, going to Google them because now no, I'm loud. Why don't you just Why don't you just go down Lafayette and, uh, and, and give, us, you know, give us a report. All right. Yeah. I'm they don't good. do a drop every day, so you, you can go in. I'll find it. So, yeah. Well, it, it's, it's in plain sight. Well, now that we've covered Supreme, uh, <laughs> the New York Fashion Geeks take on Supreme, um, let's uh, let's get on let's get started on our fashion heroes. Which- fashion fashion heroes. heroes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. This is a segment uh, I, that most excites me about what we're doing, and that's talking about you know everybody. Everyone, everyday person has a, you know, a fashion hero, someone who influenced, you know, what they wore, their style, how they became in their life. Absolutely. It uh, doesn't have to be somebody famous. Nope. Sometimes it is somebody famous. Absolutely. But I think who we're talking about today is a little bit famous. Well, who, who was the fashion hero of the day? Prince. My oh, man. Oh, yeah. Prince. Oh, man. Unfortunately, we can't do music. But I'll say this, if I was allowed 
to put my phone off of vibrate and yes. someone called my number. What would happen, Reg? Well, I tell you what, it would be pretty cool. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm taking it off of vibrate right now. Hmm, and somebody's got to call you. If someone would call me, all right. it would probably really lead in to this Fashion Hero segment. All right. Well, I hope that somebody calls you because Prince is pretty amazing. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. He is uh, not only my fashion hero, but I think he's yours, too. Am I correct? <laughs> a little wind doves cry for you. You know, everybody uh, needs uh, a little of that. I hope we don't get caught out there. Oh, yeah. I want to explain one thing. That was not set up for this podcast. It I have happens. had no, 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 no. Real talk. I have had that ringtone since the passing of my hero. Mm. Um, I'm really, I'm really flattered that this is the first individual that we're using. And, and it I, came up very, very organically. You and I were just talking one day, and we found out that both of us were totally influenced by Prince in our high school years. Absolutely. And I was like, what? Well, I mean, you know. Absolutely. He, uh, I immediately, I'm a big ringtone guy. Love having good songs for my ringtone. And when he passed, maybe another day, I shared it once on social media, just a little bit, but not in depth. And I won't now. Because I want to, I want to stay germane to what this topic is. But he was my hero. I want to be very clear about that uh, musically and as a human being. I am flattered to talk about him and to have him be our first fashion hero for the podcast. Me too. Because boy, did he change fashion for men. Prince changed the game in so many ways. But to be specific about fashion. When I was growing up and when Purple Rain came out, first of all, I want everyone to be clear. I'm a native New Yorker. The first time I saw a prince was at a place called the Ritz. What? Which if you're a native New Yorker, you know where that is. But I'll tell you what it is now. <laughs> it is the Palladium dorms of my alma mater, New York oh, University, NYU. Wow. Before the Palladium was a dorm, it was a club. But before the Palladium was a club, it was the Ritz. And my mom knew what a fan I was way back before Purple Rain. And I saw an advertisement. Lady Cab Driver time. Oh, great song. <laughs> great song. Tribute to New York. Yep. He loved New York. That was my intro. To and friends. we loved him. Uh, that's the 1999 album. And I was fortunate to go as a wee little kid because my mom was a big music fan. My mom was my first teacher, influenced a lot of my life still to this day. And musically, she was voracious and she would take music shows. And that's a show that I went to. So I'm here to tell you, I was freaked out when I saw Prince at the Ritz because this was around the Dirty Mind era, and he had Lingery on. Lingery. Yes, because that's what I called it as a little kid. He had <laughs> lingerie on and a coat. It looked like he should have been on the subway. Uh, I was freaked out. <laughs> My mind was blown. 
my mom because she was such a forward thinker. She loved it, handled it well. Better she, than my father. Yeah, she nurtured me through the process. Mm, I wish I had my mother to be your mother. My I point you, is, no, I hear you. Don't mean that. I you hear you. I, mean. I had a cool mom. Um, it's tough when you have the cool mom and a beautiful mom um, because people just give you a lot of action about that. But we're talking about a guy who had stiletto heels, lingerie, and a long purple coat. And ruffles. No, this is pre-ruffles. Oh, pre-ruffles. This is pre. This is pre-ruffles. Oh, I this came is, in this with the is, ruffles. This is dirty mind. Okay. So that's that's the point that we're drawing here. I don't know if anyone has, and I can't remember the the brother's name. His his daughter is the lead on Blackish, and I follow him on Insta. But the coffee table book that came out following Prince's death. My whole point is, every era we're talking about a person who changed style. Yes. We're talking about a person who was the forefront of androgyny. Yes. And metrosexuality. I will tell you that when I was in school, we would have a theme week. And one day, I forgot what the actual theme day was, I came as Prince. No, you did. Yes, I did. Real talk. Oh, my God. I wore, I wore my late grandmother's blouse. It was a gray blouse with a thin blue stripe, and it had, like, a scarf attachment. So I rocked that. The sleeves were up to my forearms because even then I was becoming tall. I was long. I was right. always long. A uh, little eyeliner. Yes. Yes. A clip-on earring. All right now. Prince is the reason that I bought boots. <laughs> no, that's real. Straight what was up. the heel height? Um, Did you go stiletto? No, no, no stiletto. Even even as a kid, I was tall. There's no question about it. Even as a kid, I was tall. But my first my first set of boots, as I like to call fashion boots, totally influenced by Prince. And when I was an undergrad, actually it was high school. And then I wore them still in undergrad because by that time my foot changed. Or my foot my foot size hadn't changed. Mm. I had these dope, saggy, gray oh. boots. You had the slouch boots. Yeah, I had the slouch. Oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Where they sway. With the pants. No, no, no. Straight up leather. Straight up leather Straight slouch. up leather. With the pants inside. Tucked inside. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So this man did it for me. We're talking about a man who rocked an award show with lace pants with the butt essentially open and exposed <laughs> and was the most masculine man at the show. Yep. The point is he was fearless. And I love that. And I'm talking about all this stuff really even prior to Purple Rain and then post Purple Rain. This man had so many custom suits. The guy was diminutive. My late grandmother could have dunked over him. Um, and I know how short he was because I met him once. And I rarely tell that story. And I'm not telling it. Oh I'm teasing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, what? Yeah, I did. I didn't know you met him. I know. I, I, rarely, I don't really tell the story. I'm oh, very private, gosh. as people know. Um, and it, that, was a great, that was a great moment. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, I'm happy that it happened. And I could easily cry right now during this podcast because he meant so much to me, understanding that purple was a royal color. Yes. Understanding that wearing ruffles was cool. 
even you know much wearing, later much wearing anything well, anything he, he put on was cool well because he was cool because he was cool and it made everything cool when he did the rock and roll hall of fame jam uh with my guitar gently weeps anyone who knows that i saw it i've watched it 20 times back to back first of all i have the music to that i know everything's about streaming now so i'm old school i i say i got that mp3 <laughs> Cause I'm grown. That's right. You I stream. It. I do stream, you but I do it. own. And I remember it was just that dope burgundy red, the hat cocked to the side. Cause that's what we do. Cause Always no, no brother wears a hat straight on. So cocked at the angle, the suit, the shoes, the boots. I mean, this is a guy, like you said, not only stilettos. I mean, he, he wore a stacked heel. He was a short guy, right? you know? I never had to do anything like that, you know, but just, just the impact he made. I mean, this is why, like, for example, you can find it, you can literally Google it, but you can find it in that coffee table book, which I recommend Italian Vogue, you know, like he, he's done so many, he did so many fashion spreads because he was a fashion. He was in the forefront of new fashion. I I think, I totally think it was part of his brand, not only the music, but how he looked was mm. also a consideration for him. Absolutely. Because for me, if I may, how he influenced me. Yes, please. I'm as sorry. As a white girl from small town North Carolina, uh, he basically blasted me and my senses out of, you know, the, the conservative look that I was existing in at the time when I, as an artist, was really trying to break out of, oh, this is what I should wear. This is how I should conform. This is who I should be. And then there was Prince doing his thing. And I just started doing costume design at the time. And, of course, you know, he's a performer. What he was wearing was a costume, but it was went way beyond that. It was a, it was a personal expression. And, and I totally got that, and I, and I totally linked onto that because that's exactly where I was finding myself, trying to figure out my personal expression. You know, here we are, we were, you know, talking about brands, and in the 80s, this is all about everybody got to wear this logo or this brand. Yeah, you got to look sure. like this person. You got to look like that person. Well, I didn't want that, and I shopped I shopped Salvation Army and Goodwill and flea markets to find those little special things that, that made me a little different. You Kudos. Know? Yeah. And even my mother taught me how to sew at 12, so I would oh, make wow. my own clothes, too. Wow. That's impressive. So when I saw Prince and, I, and you know, the music in and of itself, but we're, this podcast is not about music, but the in, you know, that was captivating in and of itself. But how he dressed and how he carried himself was a totally different thing, so much so that after my... I guess it was my junior year in high school. I go into my hairdresser, and I was like, this is how I want my hair. And I came out. I was already perming my hair. You know, the spiral perm was the big thing for the ladies in the 80s. Mm. But I had what they call a fade from the right-hand uh, side yes, of my ear. We know what a fade is. And it slowly got longer with my perm all the way over. So I looked like I had a, I guess, a Oh, you were, part, you were part of the revolution. I had the revolution <laughs> haircut. And Introducing I wore the revolution <laughs> all the time. So, And it was kind of like I didn't care. I didn't care what my friend said. I wasn't wearing this 
polo Ralph Lauren shirt. I wasn't wearing uh, this J. Crew outfit. I was doing my own thing, and Prince helped me, catapulted me out of my own restrictions, and that helped me become a better costume designer, actually. Wow. I mean, again, I'm a shirt and tie guy, but certainly just watching him, you know, certainly influenced me in terms of colors. Mm, yes, rich, rich colors. Yeah. He always wore really saturated, like you said, royal colors. His colors were always yeah. Well, purple was his purple was his color, and purple was a royal purple, color. But also the aubergines, all of those mm. are considered the royal colors. Anything mm. deep and rich and saturated, in the purples and blues, mm. all royal. Mm. He was he was super fly. Uh, he was my hero in so many different ways, but. His impact on fashion can never be ignored, will never be underestimated, and will always be remembered. May we all live to see the dawn. Yep. All right. So that is our fashion heroes. All right. Let's move on. Get the tears (laughs) out my eyes. Man, I could have been on that forever. Thank God. I for think we kind of were, and thank yeah, you guys for yeah. hanging with us. But, Absolutely. You know, Prince was huge. We had we had to talk about him first because that's who you and I share. That's one of the things that we come together on. Yeah, he's the lead off batter for this. Yeah, couldn't, he is. couldn't be more flattered that he was the first entry into fashion heroes. That's right. Much love to my man Prince. Oh. All right. So shall we move on to our must? I must have it segment. I must have it. I must have it. Yeah. (laughs) So what this is about is everybody, as we talk to to you guys about in the intro, is everybody has these items that they must have. Um, You know, one or two items, or maybe there's several items, but... You know, we all have one of those items. And, Reg, I think, uh, I, I, think I know that you have this one must-have item that you would like to share with everyone. Absolutely. So, what is that? The G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> hey, everyone knows back then... You had to have that. All right, let's talk. Let's talk fashion. Okay. That's great for toys. Right. That's a different I'm just podcast. Saying, love so. GI Joe. Yeah, GI Joe's. Now great. you know, and no one's half the battle. All right. So, what is it? What is the one fashion item this moment today that you think is a must-have item for men? It is something that I currently have, but I must have a Jack Spade messenger bag. Wow, Jack Spade messenger bag. Absolutely. All right. It is required gear if you live in New York. So let's touch on that. Why? What do you? Why is it required? I mean, I've seen it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can picture it's it ubiquitous, right, right? And it, you know, messenger bags. Everybody, a lot. The New York invented the messenger bag. I think absolutely. So but absolutely. What, what makes this one so special? Okay, but but let's let's hit on that. Let's 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 oh, delve into that. Let's a talk about bit. that. Okay. You are correct because, again, as a native New Yorker, the curator of New York Fashion Geek. You can't have this city without messengers. Messengers, generally ones on bikes, must get packages from spot to spot in an expedient manner, almost of risk of life and limb, 
for the people that are crossing the street. That's correct. <laughs> Much less themselves. <laughs> I've been almost run over by quite a few of them. Absolutely. In which they will yell at you and curse you. Yeah, it's not. It's it's your fault. It's not their fault. Right. Exactly. But their bags are very functional for what they have to do. And the reason why I want to big up Jack Spade, particularly because I feel and sense that the brand is fading, is mostly an homage, a shout out, because there have been other messenger bags. But what he did, which I think is unique, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm solely objective. I have four. I had five. I gave one to a client of mine, Bob Bondage. Quick shout out. Wow. I gave him my canvas wax messenger in nice. gray. That was the original, correct? Yes, that was one. Of, that was one of the originals. I gave that to him because I, I just outgrew it, so to speak. He took something that was strictly for one crew of people and made it for everyone else, and that's what I like. I like the use of his materials: wax, cotton, wax, canvas. Nylon and leather. He does and leather. leather too. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a leather one by. Oh, what am I saying? Oh my God! I'm sorry, Mister Spade. Five of them. <laughs> I, well, I had five. I have four. I have a dope blue leather one wow. by Jack Spade that goes very nicely with my blue slip-on loafer Ferragamos. Well, look at that. I'm not it's trying not to matchy matchy. No, nah, no, it's coordination. So, you see, you have to coordinate. Right. Blue bag, blue shoes, blue That's belt. Right. Curtains and curtains and carpet. Right? I, I curtains guess. Curtains got to match the carpet. <laughs> right, right. That's a designer. No, I know. Too. I know. You stumped me for a little bit. Sorry. So, I just like, I love bags, just straight up. It's not unique to him. I just love bags because bags have pockets. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So what is uh, – the exterior looks pretty sort of straightforward and plain right. and, and, and that's, utilitarian. Right, and that's what's great about it. What's on it's cl- the inside? Inside are pockets. Pockets. Yes. We love pockets. I do. As a guy and as a person who likes to keep stuff <laughs> unquestionably, I need, I need, I need, I need pockets. There's, there's no question about that. And I just felt like – he he made something that was so specific to one group of people and then made it for everyone else. And that's why I, that's why I love about his brand and that's why I have continued to rep the brand not as a paid user. Okay. Well, we don't have yeah, we No, don't, no. We don't have any no. paid sponsors no, yet. No, 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 not at all, but I have four of those bags and I love them all. And I use them, you know, in different ways, in different formats. I have small ones. I have large ones, ones in different colors, you know, for, to match my suits, to match my shoes. Right. Because even though I'm a dude, I'm all about the shoes, the bag, and, these and the bags, belt. These bags don't look like purses. It sort of gives a... It, it, the, well, no. The, I think no. The special, it's not a merce. The special thing about these bags... <laughs> a merce. I love that. Yeah, I'm not down with that. I have a friend. I'm not saying his name. I'm not going to do that to you. You know you rock a merce. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. And he's my boy. I love him to death. But uh. Uh, I like them because men carry stuff. and um, Got to have stuff. And it's good It's good to not see bulging pockets in the front and the back. And to, I'm still known to do that. You know, when you're looking fashionable, 
when you're wearing a nice jacket or a suit uh, and you have to carry stuff, uh, it, 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 I, yeah, it, it makes a clean line with your, with your, with your fashion. And, um, the quality of his materials is significant. That's the other thing I wanted to ask you about. So we've got pockets, uh, the wax cotton. That's a, that's a durable. Yes. Very durable. And that's one of the ones I gave away. And then my boy said, my client, Bob Bonnage said that it was wearing out. I was like, get it fixed. Well, it, and you can, you can get it. I fixed. know. I know. He's given up on it. I'm very upset with him, Aww. but I'm going to help him find another bag because he's a client. Well, good for good for you and good for Bob. I particularly love with a lot of the Jack Spade bags, not all of them, but to me, for me, an innovation was the magazine pocket. Okay, so when you open it up, it really ex- sort of expands. No, 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 no. No. The, the back of the bag has a horizontal slit for you to put magazines. So you, you're shouldered oh, up. Oh, okay. And boom. I keep magazines in business. Okay. I have way too many subscriptions to periodicals, weeklies, monthlies. It's bad. But I love them all. And I love that innovation. I consider it innovation. I'm not saying he's the only one who did it. But for me, as a New Yorker, when I saw that, I was like, boom. I got to have that. Not all my bags have a magazine. It's an outside pocket. Yeah. Not all my bags have the magazine outside pocket. And when, you know, when they don't, I, I either keep it in my hand. I look like a coach on a train. So, but, uh, you know, if not, then I just put it inside my bag. But much love to Jack Spade. Just a great brand. I am so sad that the store is no longer in Soho. That online stuff, I'm not against online, but I just love going to the store because I love the crew. And, uh, you know, much love to the Spade family, particularly in the passing of the late Kate Spade. Yes. Um, okay. That is our our must-have item of the day. I must have it. So, and I got it. Four of them. You, you must get one, them. too, and I'll help you. And they last. And there were the price. Absolutely. The price point is 388 up to $395. But what you get is a bag that lasts three to four years. And well, uh, Three to four years? Are you well, kidding me? Everything I buy, I'm trying to get at least 10 years worth of use. And my nylon Navy travel bag that I use as a messenger bag, my boy, another client, Jared Gooding, Jay Good. Wanted to buy mine on the spot. Wow. I told him no. These are nice bags. I Absolutely. Wish mine lasted that long. Um, but moving on. So uh, we have another segment that we like. Our last so, segment of the day. And, and it's a fun, upbeat segment. I promise. It's called Fashion Word of the Day. Fashion Word, Fashion word, word of, the day. of the Day. The fashion word of the day. <laughs> and uh, what that basically it is, is basically what it says, is that uh, we have a word. It's a fashion word. Reggie's got a word, and I got a word. Yep. And we're going to say what the word is, and we're going to challenge each other to know what the word is, right. to, and if we know it, to define it, to spell it and define it, and then use it in a I don't a know sentence. about spelling it. I'm, I'm not against spelling. But, but it might be fun. Well, let's use it in a sentence. It might be fun to define- spell it. Why not? Uh, okay. If you don't want to spell it, you can go pass. But, uh, yeah, let's do this. Rich, yeah. what's your fashion word of the day that you want to present to me? Boutonniere. Ooh, boutonniere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? A boutonniere is a floral arrangement that's worn on the lapel of a suit. 
uh, or a tuxedo for special events. Well, damn, you've got me. Uh, so now use it in a sentence, Tiff. Uh, my boutonniere was kicking at the wedding last night. Oh, my gosh. It's back to the 80s night. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now I'm nervous. All right. So I, I'm trying to figure out whether I make it easy or whether I make it, um, you know what? Based on my uh, background, so I used to be a dog walker, right? I used to have a dog walking company for yeah, 10 years. very successful. So now uh, I found this nice little word that I found was interesting. The word is houndstooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pattern. Houndstooth is a pattern, yes. Yes. Very good. You, can you tell me more about the pattern? Uh, well, you have, you have regular houndstooth. You also have uh, mini tooth. Mm. Uh, mini hounds too. Okay. So uh, it's very appropriate for sport jackets. Yes. So it's a it's a heavy wool. It can be. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. in my in my experience, uh, particularly used, it's not unique to sport jackets, but it's also used for outerwear, um, but hunting. I, yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to read this distinctive broken checks, often in black and white. Resembling a dog's incisor, also known as dog's tooth. And that definition is from fashionbeans.com. Okay. Just to give him a little shout out. Well, I think, I think we're even. <laughs> well, no. Hound's tooth, I mean, a reason why I wanted to bring what? it up is it's used in a lot of suiting. I know. But you were spot on when you said sports coat and sports jacket. Because back in the day when it first came out, that's what it was used for hunting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's. Hounds tooth the dogs, yeah. So yeah. of course that's going to be my first word of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to spell yeah, it? Yeah. You didn't ask me. H o u n d s t o o t h. Correct. Use it in a sentence because you made me. I rock my hounds tooth jacket in the fall. Nice. I try. Very nice. And that there is word of the day. Yep. Well, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. This was a huge episode. I mean, we, we, we hit on some pretty big stuff. Prince Prince is huge. Prince took a lot of time. Prince. Yeah, well, he deserved, he deserved the time. He's a tastemaker, was a tastemaker. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Of course. But we thank you so much for listening. Yes. We hope you had fun. Hope you're down for another one. Please tell your friends about us. Special shout goes out to our producer, Search. Hi, Search. Everyone down with NYFG. And uh, you can also, if you have any thoughts about us, uh, please email them to podcast at nyfashiongeek.com. Have a word of the day. Uh, you have a, a must, I must have it item you want to, uh, us, us to explore or, or a fashion hero. Just uh, email us and let us know what you think. And also review us. Make sure you, you review us. Uh, you subscribe to our podcast. We want to be part of the new and newsworthy on iTunes. So help us get there. And uh, help us make New York Fashion Geeks a big podcast that brings brings the fashion Bible to the everyday man. Absolutely. And then, obviously, hit us up on Insta, New York Fashion Geek. And again, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. We'll see you next time. And remember, always, always be, be fly. fly.